What's up, ladies and gentlemen of the internet? Jade Ferrer for the Jade Ferrer Show. And thank you for joining me for another podcast. Just for kicks today, I'm going to be talking to my good mate and fellow content creator network member, Mike Pullman. Welcome back, Mike. Good to be talking to you again. Oh, it's good to be back, Jade. Thank you for having me, buddy. Listen... The reason why I wanted to do this episode today is just to reflect on the last sort of three weeks. For you, it's been quite a whirlwind time, more like three months. Yeah, it has. I mean, with the launch of Team Pullman and, you know, everything that's gone with that, it's been it's been full on, but it's it's been a lot of fun. And, you know, kind of like finally it feels like I'm, you know, building a, a platform for myself and, um, but with that, you know, like I said, comes a lot of work, so it's it's fun, but it's also quite challenging too. I want to start with a question you're probably not expecting. What what sort of changes have you made just in the way you go about your day to day life now now that you have Team Pullman being part of the Content Creators Network? What what sort of differences have have come about because of those things? I think there's a lot more sort of regularity in terms of, you know, what I'm doing. Um, you know, the Mike Pullman live every Monday through Thursday, 7 o'clock on Facebook is is going really well. And, and you know, but that's a, an hour-long show to, you know, that I sort of have to prepare for and, and figure out what I'm talking about. So, you know, that kind of involves a lot of looking around at, at you know, our community and, and what we're doing. And, and that helps come up with a you know, with a topic for each night and something that I can sort of speak to. Um, but, you know, also a lot of internal thinking, you know, like, what do I want to say today? What what message do I want to put across? Stuff like that. Because you went there, sh- tell me a little bit more about your internal messaging because I, I know you've seen some of my content come out recently and I'm, I'm really strong on the fact that people need to really check their internal messaging. Sort of tell us what differences have come around for you in terms of that. Well, probably the big difference is I'm I'm well aware that I need to stay focused on my internal messaging. Um, And I need, you know, me, I need to be very clear on that. Um, You know, and try and be as positive as possible. And, you know, when you're trying to build a new sort of, you know, life for yourself in a way it's um you know it's hard to be kind of not be be down in the dumps when you might not do as well as you hope you you would so you have to know what you want to achieve and and but to do that you've got to know you know what's going on inside you if that makes any sense what your what your message is yeah because i'll just go on a rant for like 30 seconds or so but but i really I really am obsessed with the fact that the disability community doesn't focus on what it wants. Like, like honestly, over the last seven-day period, I've had, like, four or five conversations with separate people, you, you know, just yeah. just asking them, you, you know, what is it you want? And not a single one of those people was able to answer me directly. The disability community is focusing too much on the barriers that they face. They're not focusing enough on what they're actually doing to, 
you know, to, to fix those barriers, really. And I think that's, it's, it's it annoys me as well because, you know, we've got, like you said in your video post, you know, we've got social media which is so underutilised and and just the, the amount of talent in, in this community that is not being used as good as it can be. And, I mean, I'm getting to the point where it's sort of like, you know, well, shit <laughs> sort of thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, the leverage... The leverage is there. That's what that's what I keep saying to people. Like, I have exactly the same tools that everybody else does, and the the fact that I have people coming up to me saying, "Oh, Jade, you're so amazing. Thank you for saying that message, and thank you for being so brave." It doesn't actually have to be just me, you know. Like, you don't. Yeah. Don't. I would say to the community on my podcast today, don't. Don't sit around and let me become famous. You know, there's plenty of room for everyone. Yeah, I think you know, not not to to pull you down, but you're actually not all that special. You're you're just doing you. You're, you're doing what you want to do, and you're <laughs> you know you're you're not you're you're not scared to to get out there and hear your views. And I mean, we need in terms of like brand disability and 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 our again our internal messaging. We need to be proactive. We need to do things more for ourselves and not have the establishment um, decide what what our community really is. Can we talk about metrics for a second? Because you and I have had private conversations about your growth. Mm. Um, but are you comfortable, just for my uh, listeners and, and fans, talking about what the Content Creators Network has been able to do for your actual metrics? Um, you know, in, in all honesty, mate, I, I try not to look at that stuff. Um, you know, What a humble guy. What a humble guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I think, like, if you... I'm not going to lie, I do look, but I try not to. And, and the reason why I say that is that, you know, it, it's very easy to get bogged down. And I'll give you an example. So... Um, a few days ago, I started the show. When you're doing a live um, Facebook stream, you can actually see how many people are watching. And, um, you know, I started the show and there was something like 12 people watching, which for me is a is a pretty big audience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and then um, I got talking and it, it flatlined to like two and then one person and then nobody was watching. And I sort of I came away from that show feeling like like crap, you know. And then I was like, "What did I do? What did I say? Was it the subject, you know?" Because that night we were talking about the Vegas massacre, and so and for the next day or so, I just felt like I wasn't really achieving, or you know, again repeating myself like I kind of might maybe annoyed people and. So when that sort of stuff happens, it gives you a good reminder that, that you shouldn't really worry because, hey, the next night I was back on and, and the views were a bit more consistent. So you're going to have your good days and your bad. Yeah, and I, and I guess the paradigm for the internet is the real-time feedback. Yeah. It's not, yeah like, it's not like TV where you're this guy and you've prepared for three hours or pre-recorded the show and you have no idea what people are thinking. You've actually got a comment box? 
Yeah, exactly. And and that's the great thing, it's because like it, it it's a win win situation for me. Um, it allows me to communicate with the people that are, are watching me and that also as a content creator it can allow me to, you know, maybe change direction mid show and it can it can give me an idea that I never had or you know, if I'm if I'm struggling to come up with something to say. Because sometimes we get to like half an hour through and then you, you look at the clock and you've got another 30 minutes to go and you're sort of a wee bit flat and you don't really know what <laughs> else you can say. So that's where the, the real-time sort of feedback comes comes in real handy. The Cucumber Squad has obviously helped you in that area in the comic box, though. Yeah, well, that was a that was a, a Jade Farrow release. <laughs> so um, hopefully, you know, if things go well, we can make something of that. No, I, I just want to pick up on that because it started it started as a joke and, and I really was just trolling, trying to throw you off, see how much reaction I could get from a whole bunch of cucumber emojis, but I've actually noticed that the wider community has latched onto it. Yeah, and that's that's awesome, and I think the the remix video you made, and also sort of how I've I've played it as well, um, has you know um, helped out there. So it, it, it's cool, and I mean, you're more than welcome to keep trying to throw me off my game. You're not going to do it. So. <laughs> but what I what I like, and I'm, I'll make this point really clear, is you've actually embraced the cucumbers. It's like become part of the conversation. Yeah, and it's 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 quite natural as well. I mean, you know, I'll be I'll be saying something, and you you know, it just comes into my head, so I'll say it. And um, yeah, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we'll start doing like cucumber reviews or something. It's you know, <laughs> it depends what what happens. In terms of your in terms of your brand, though, it's all it's almost become like an inside joke. Like only only those that have have watched your videos for a while, would even understand what's going on as far as the cucumbers. No, nah, they wouldn't. So, you know, it, it gives... Yeah, it does. It gives people something to, you know, smile and laugh at. And, and, and that's good, you know, because um, a lot of my content and, and the way I present myself is quite serious. So um, it, it's always good <laughs> to to have a bit of a laugh like that and... And, you know, just getting back to, like, the real-time feedback, you know, someone can make a comment not about cucumbers, but it can be about anything, and, and, and I'll sort of pick up on that. And, and you know, if it's if it's funny, I can make a joke of it and, and you know, even start a whole new conversation, like I mentioned. So um, that that's the beauty of it, really. And that's why it's, it's cool that, that people are watching, because you don't, you know, it doesn't matter if it's, if it's 12 or 2 people, it's... Certainly a lot better than nobody watching. Is there anything you want to say about your movements on YouTube? Because I would say that you're generating quite a lot of energy there. And some of it's linked to Patreon, some of it's linked to the live. Is there anything you want to say on that? Yeah, well, I would say that, you know, I'm doing my best with it. Um, You know, I... I started, it's been about three weeks, as you know, and, and the first week and a half, I was sort of, I felt like I was really hitting my stride, and, and at the moment, you know, in terms of the YouTube space, I'm, 
still trying to come up with a a routine, as it were, and 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 sort of content I want to make. But hey, you know, if if you overthink it too much and you say this is for that, and if I say hey, this is for YouTube, this is for Facebook, it it, it becomes quite um actually becomes very difficult um, to process in my brain. So I don't know if that's answering your question, but um, YouTube is certainly an area of focus for me and, and um, you know, hopefully we can just keep making content, keep getting people watching. So what I'm hearing is you're still experimenting with how you want to position YouTube? Yeah, definitely. And I mean, the, the Patreon... Thing, you know, we put up the... I put a lot of work into that top five show this week, and and originally that was sort of meant to be, a, a, you know, not released on YouTube straight away, but I thought, you know, hey, my my my, my audience deserves this, you know. Um, yeah, there were some, you know, complaints about it, but it was sort of like, well, I put a hell of a lot of work into this, and... Um, it, you know, I'm sure it's a hell of a lot of work for people to listen to me sometimes. So I just thought, hey, I'd, I'd put it up there and, yeah. So are you thinking about taking another sub-brand to Patreon? Or? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, documentary series, which I, I'm really hopeful I can actually get off the ground. Um, that's going to take a lot of work, you know, a, a lot of scripting and, and uh, you know, obviously the interviews and stuff like that and probably the help of a lot of people as well, and not to mention the editing side of things. That's something I really want to um, utilise on Patreon. Um, I also, you know, the, the whole Sex on Wheels um, concept, you know, uh, there is a risk that something like that's not very marketable, but um, I definitely think there's an audience for it. So just trying to come up with things like that, you know, maybe even, you know, more sort of personal things like you know depression stuff like that and how we can you know how i can put that onto onto patreon or youtube or you know a, a sub brand of team pullman as it were yeah and you know i'm really <laughs> glad you brought up the those more um sort of authentic subjects should i say in terms of yeah. Yeah. sex and depression because YouTube actually isn't a big fan of, you know, in-your-face subjects like that. They've started demonetizing uh, different YouTubers for putting out content around that. What, what What's your sort of thoughts? Oh, you know, I, I'm not surprised that they're doing that. Um, you know, and again, it's not just a YouTube thing. I think it's the, the social media community. It's... Uh, for as much as we like to say that we're, you know, all about having a free voice and, and being the alternate, you know, you know, media, as it were, I, I think it's just becoming more and more sort of censored and, and more and more precious, you know. And, and, and some people can't handle subjects like depression, like, you know, sexuality. And, um, you know, that, that's as true for the disability community as it is um, for any other community. Do, does disability really have a space in the in the YouTuber slash vlogger scene? Definitely, definitely, <laughs> and, and I think um, any suggestion that it doesn't is is 
like you would say, a lot short-sighted. And it's, it's, yeah, yeah. you know, like I had somebody ask me this week in an interview, you know, what what makes you think you can sort of make this, this stuff? And I'm like, well, I'm just doing it, you know? And that's the problem where we're not, there's not enough doers in our community, but those same people will sit back and, and bitch and moan about not getting a fair, fair deal. You know, and I must say, you know, I heard that interview, uh, and thanks for letting me have a preview, by the way. <laughs> yeah. But but just just to say, you know, <clears throat> you know, in terms of the concept of being a community, because that was brought up, are we, are we actually a community? And the thing for me is, I find that a weird question because if the question is, do we? group together in big clumps and talk about the same things? Probably not. No. But we are people with disabilities in this country, like... It's a really hard one because as much as I'm about, like, you know, people making a community, it's, it's more about just getting out there and doing your own thing because we're seen already in the disability space that... When you get a whole lot of people together and you you sit around the table and you say, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, we're going to do the other, you get conflicting ideas, you get arguments, and it all becomes counterproductive. Um, what we need is just, just people going out there and building their own phone, and that will eventually, um, you know, be, become a community and, and yeah. Because I, I don't necessarily care if the content creators network is viewed as a community or not but going back to the purpose of it it's about identifying content creators and supporting them to share their messages uh, to take back the narrative can I say something really radical go I think now, this might not make any sense, but it makes sense in my brain. Um, okay, go. This whole push for community slash coming together slash group work, I believe we've been conditioned to go like that as a sector. We haven't been conditioned to go out and do things on our own because that scene is too hard. But also, we haven't been conditioned to do things individually because... When you have a group scenario, there's somebody controlling it at the end of the day. And by somebody, I mean a big organisation. And can I be radical and say usually they're non-disabled? They're old. Um, they, <laughs> yeah, they, they've been in the sector for far too long. Um, they're not disabled. Paid and, well. Yep. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I mean, that's just my opinion, you know, and I don't know if that's really where you wanted to go on your show, so I'll leave it there. I don't know where I wanted to go, you know, I'm I'm just hashing these things out and, you know, I was sitting here and thinking, you know, I'm I'm really trying to ramp up the volume (laughs) of my content and this is one of the ways I can do it, just to have a a bit of a recap with you and... and you know we're getting close to a good amount of content, I'd say. But there's a couple, couple of other things I wanted to say around comments. Now I've seen in your comments 
there have been some interesting people talking about how they've been burnt by trying to advocate. Now, I I can't remember the specific example, but that one guy, if you have more detail on it and if you could say a bit more, he really got under my skin, actually. Yeah, um, I'm not going to go into specifics of of it, um, <laughs> but it was a situation where he... I don't need his name kind of thing. That would just be sad, but... Yeah. Well, we're basically talking about a situation where he <laughs> gave up because it got too hard. And um, that's the case, I think, for a lot of people in our community. You know, it, 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 they give up because... You know, we can't deny the fact that those who are loud advocates or whatever you want to call it, the establishment don't like those people. And, um, you know, you get personally, you get blackboard, you get sort of snide comments a lot, and and you get, you're made to feel like you're this sort of loud, outspoken young punk um, who just wants to go against the grain all the time. And I think a lot of advocates feel like that. I don't think I'm... And certainly that, that person we're refer- referencing is... Uh, they're not alone. I've never actually bothered about being popular. Like, I said this to you in our face-to-face interview. Mm. But genuinely, I've never worried about being popular. And one of the things... You know, because I'm being interviewed by the same guy you got interviewed by next week. And and I know he asked you the question around metrics. Yep. You know, if you look at my social media stuff, it, it's pretty it's pretty bottom tier sort of stuff. So, like, I, I'm really practical in terms of I'm not actually that popular, but I am very visible. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely, and, and I, I can identify with that, and, and I mean, yeah, yeah, I probably shouldn't comment on the, the question about the metrics, but um, it was a wee bit misleading, I mean, you know, like, why are you doing this? Are you doing it for money? Are you doing it for clicks? Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm doing it because I, I like sitting in front of a webcam and talking, and I like the issues, you know, I, I actually, I, I need to say that, you know, I enjoy the game, I enjoy the 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 issue, you know, and, and getting into it and what it means, and, um, but I, I'm authentic, I have to be authentically me um, in that, so, yeah. What does it mean that members of the Content Creator Network are being called for interviews? By this person, or in yeah. general? Yeah, in general, like, uh, you know, I, I think that people are... Re- I think the timing of it is good, too. I mean, let's put... As much as some people don't want to talk about the election, they reckon it doesn't matter, I think there's a lot of anger out there in the, in the community right now. Um, so it's perfect timing, and people want to... Well, some people want to finally, you know, start saying it like it is, and, and they realise that, you know... They are the ones, you know, they, the, the people with disability or, or whoever, they know because they live it. Um, and they're not representing any brand. They're not representing any organisation. Yeah. They're just them. And that's the difference. So it's perfect timing, though, when you can look at what's happening 
in terms of uh, the political arena. I see that the very beginning of this journey that I, I want to do nothing except provide leverage and opportunity to everybody I possibly can. I, I was having a bit of a chuckle before I called you up because I was thinking, this guy that's doing interviews with us is actually getting quite a bit of leverage. Yep. <laughs> oh, mate, you know, I mean, honestly, the best of luck to him. I mean, if his, <laughs> yeah. if his, if his intentions are, are pure, um, then, then good on him. Um, you know, and, and the more... I guess I'm kind of contradicting myself. The more people we can get doing this sort of stuff, the better. But in terms of this collective voice and collective community, the real change is not going to come from a group of us. It's going to come from a few of us, you know, a handful of us that are actually going to, you know, I don't even know what the right word is, but, you know, those who can actually get the point across in, in the right way and um yeah those that have nothing to lose either i'd say those those that aren't afraid to say what they want to say well honestly mate i mean i've i've got nothing to lose at, at this the only thing i've got to lose is is uh is, is my you know i don't even know myself i guess you know like um you know, I, I'm still in that space. I feel like I've been blackballed by the community. Um, so I'm rather than say, hey, let me back in and give me another chance to get up on that stage and share my story and promote your product, um, I'm going to do it myself. I've been on your journey uh, pretty, pretty much from about three weeks ago after the after the My Voice Matters thing, and I've, I've, I know for a fact that you're creating all sorts of leverage for yourself in terms of affiliate programs, in terms of sending pitches to potential sponsors. I mean, I just wanted to finish up by saying I think that's fantastic energy, Mike, and I hope that when you have the opportunity, you'll provide the same sort of insights mm. that, that I've given over this time to somebody else but mate what, what i would say is um i'm incredibly thankful for all the help but i'm also you know working my ass off and, and <laughs> yes. it, 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 you know it, it, it's it's bloody hard and i mean you know i just i've got so many things i want to do um but i also like we've talked about you know in private you know like it, it might not interest people, but, you know, like I've got my partner and, and, and you know, I'm a boss of a team of seven staff and, you know, there's, there's a hell of a lot going on. So trying to stay calm and, and, and you know, take all the advice that I'm given and, and, and you know, bring out bring out content every day. It's it's not easy, but, you know, it's, it's worth it. And, you know, I'll have good weeks and I'll have bad weeks. So, um you know, I think that's the problem with our community, you know, we, we try and be, you know, we're either too conservative or we try and be too perfect, if that makes any sense. There's no middle ground. So I want, I want to provide that middle ground, you know. 
It has to be said, I'm a little bit of a bully as well. What, 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 what would you take from my mental style? <laughs> um, honestly, man, I'm extremely grateful for it. Um, you know, uh, sometimes I, I get off the phone and I'm sort of like, shit, you know. Fuck, I, I've got to sleep now. <laughs> you, you, you know. <laughs> but, you know, I, I get where you're coming from. And, and um, for me, it's about establishing it's about looking after my my body and my health first and but you know getting into that routine getting up in the morning and and knowing what i need to do during the day and actually making my time management so i get it all done during the day and then i can get you know in the evening that that time to just relax my brain and and that's the thing it's 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 the mental scramble of it all and you know that that if you don't get that sort of stuff right, um, it will come across in the streams and the videos and stuff. So um, that's that's my biggest challenge at the moment, and and you know also taking on the advice of of you and and you know all that stuff. So it's awesome. Yeah, and and just remember, you're going to die. Like well, like, like, yeah, like, I know that. <laughs> like, like I say, I say that wherever I go, and that's. That's such an incredible driver for everything that I do. And what, what I'll say for the people listening is, is my, my sort of daily routine, my work ethic is probably at a level of dangerous yes. but, uh, but for most people, but it's become pretty much my norm. So, so I just sort of sit there on this redlining version of effort and, and um yeah th- th- thanks for uh thanks for coming along on that mike and i've really seen you grow as a content creator it's it's really amazing yeah and, and yeah no it's, it's awesome thank you and, and i know that there'll be days when you'll not be very happy with me because i haven't really done as much <laughs> as i could have but um i'll deal with that when it happens <laughs> Yeah, and look, and look, I know you need to. I know you need to go now. But just the last thing I wanted to share with everybody is that, as far as my own content strategy, I, I've identified that one of the things that I need to do is, is things around volume and consistency. So I don't have as many videos as Mike. And one of the things we talked about uh, just a couple of days ago, actually was that Mike's metrics um, favor him quite well in terms of views on older videos. Yeah. Whereas I don't necessarily have that benefit because I haven't been going that long. So so you've got 300 videos versus my, I think we've got 68 last time I checked. The so. best one you ever did was the Facebook, um, the rant about Facebook and he just wheeled out of the room. <laughs> so so maybe maybe if that's what you're saying I need to do more skits then perhaps yeah <laughs> I don't know <laughs> that'd be cool I'll do a rant at Mike's skit maybe one day probably that might be a good idea it'll happen oh. it'll happen alright Mike you've got work to do around Bathurst and racing and stuff like that so I'm going to let you go thanks for being being a part of the show today and I really appreciate your time. Cool man, thanks for having me. Cheers.